Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock Friends, to another edition of Before the Bid. And uh, this time, Before the Bid, we go to uh, northwestern Indiana. We go up into Purdue country, right around uh, West Lafayette. And uh, I'm talking to one of the biggest Purdue Boilermaker fans that I know of. And uh, he's he's such a Purdue fan that uh, he has some feed pans coming in that are red. And he doesn't even like those because of his love for Purdue and his not love for the uh, rival that's down in southern Indiana and uh, a guy that I've gotten to know pretty well here over the last couple years and especially this past year and he and his dad have an operation up there at West Lafayette and they are having their 10th sale here this year that uh, we're going to talk about and this sale is uh, on Saturday October 3rd and it starts at 5:30 that evening and uh, the this this guy is a farm bureau insurance agent uh, and uh, has the cattle, and I know he enjoys that as well. And so I uh, want to uh, welcome to the podcast Mr. Joe Horseman. And Joe, a lot of exciting things up there right now with uh, the sale going on or getting ready to go on. And we've had about uh, two or three calls right here where we're trying to get this thing started. Yes, yeah, good problem to have. I appreciate it, Andy. Uh, largest Purdue fan. I don't know if that's a reference, uh, reference to size or uh, – <laughs> <laughs> or spirit, but uh, we'll we'll go with it. Yeah, I I joke about my Purina stress tubs every time I look out and I see something red. I just I don't like it. I don't like it. That is what it is. Good product. We use it. So right. You don't you don't like the red on yeah. the product, but you like the product. Well, that's, I tell everyone the only thing you'll see red around here is a Case International tractor because we can't afford a John Deere. But that's the good rates at Farm Bureau Insurance. If we had higher rates, maybe I could have something green and wouldn't have to look at that red tractor. So. <laughs> so we'll double dip on that reference <laughs> there we go that that sounds good so uh and i didn't know when to bring this in but but i did want to uh harass you just a little bit uh you were talking about the 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 size well this this picture on the inside of the front cover of the catalog of you uh i wondered are, are you trying to compete with with jeremy and tom as as having one of the oldest pictures of you still representing you that might have been one of the last times I got cleaned up, I guess. I, yeah, it was either that or I had my letter jacket over my shoulder leaning up against Camaro, so we went with this. <laughs> so it's, I think that was shortly after I was hired at Farm Bureau. So. Okay. How, how long have you been at Farm Bureau? 18 years. Okay, right. So yeah. I've uh, been there a little while, but uh, and you guys got into the into the cattle world, and and Dad is is a veterinarian, been a veterinarian at Purdue. Why don't you give us a, a little bit of history here, uh, and and lead us up to where we're at today? Dad uh, graduated from vet school in 1974 and went to work down in Jennings County area. Uh, worked for 
Dr. Joseph and Dr. Rigney practiced down there and took a job at Purdue University in 1978. I was actually born down there in 75. Um, we've been up here since 1978. I was about 10 years old and we bought a half a dozen to eight cows from my mom's uncle, uh, Clarence Brown, and uh, started out in humble beginnings it's like a lot of people in the state of indiana this is a 4-h project that got out of control and recently we were running as many as 170 cows so that was part of our quote unquote simmental dispersal a year ago we were not out on the simmental business we were out on one known 170 cows while my dad at the time was 70 years old and my mom says that he flunked retirement and as i'm sitting here <laughs> broadcasting here i'm looking out the window and his vet truck backed up and he's seeing uh, there's a trailer backed up, and he's seeing a client right now, even as we speak. So he's he's still working and hustling. Um, he always said, we, when we bought these cows, he said it'd be nice to retire to 100 beef cows. Uh, and, I mean, <laughs> I remember hearing that when I was 10, 15 years old. And when he retired, we were in excess of 150. And he kind of said, well, I've had enough of that. It's time for him to enjoy some other things. And we're, we're always going to do this. We'll always be in this business. Uh, we're just learning to control our numbers, <laughs> per se. Keep the quality, but control the numbers. So we enjoy it. We enjoy it. Right. What is it about those veterinarians that, that they never want to retire? Yeah. He said that he wants to practice till he's 90, and I hope he does. I This business is tough, and I don't get a vet bill. So, <laughs> yeah. That is That is a great thing. That's right. Right. So – Good. Uh, you, you talk. You, you got your dad around there and mom around there. Who else do you have uh, around there to, to help you on a daily basis? And then uh, you getting ready for this sale. You've got some people in there. Yeah, we're fortunate to have the service of the Ben Brown. Ben's been with us now a couple of years, and, and Ben has a similar upbringing in the fact that his father, both parents are DVMs, and his father is an embryologist. And so, growing up in the ET business and embryo business is something he's done. And then he's obviously has a vast show cattle background and uh, has seen a lot of things. So that works well. Um, you know, he has a similar eye for for what we're looking for. Um, Dad's all about doing the little things and kind of harps on it that carries over and so it's been a good fit and then we're fortunate with our proximity to Purdue University to get all kinds of young people that want to come out and work uh, we get we're asked all the time and it's a that's a huge asset but that been fortunate to have some really good kids come through here uh, Claire Brown's been with us for quite a few years and she does an exceptional job uh, you know when Claire's around everything's gonna be taken care of and then the uh, Clint Camber family, they've lived up the road and uh, their kids work here. You know, Cody Cornell's here part-time now. You know, we've, we've had a couple additions here lately. Uh, so it's good. It's good. Um, I wish we could employ them all. Everyone's asked what this summer's been like. And we're ahead of schedule. Um, it's bizarre. We're, you know, uh, when this COVID thing hit, these kids were let out of school. The good news is all of them wanted to work. Mm-hmm. and it got to the point where they would have worked 40, 50, 60 hours. I guess they didn't want to go home and see their parents. But it uh, <laughs> uh, means maybe they enjoy being here, I hope. But uh, uh, we kind of had to somewhat limit some hours. But we are um, – are these cattle are in as good a rig as we've had them in? They're broke. You know, we can start putting up windbreaks after the sale and get ready for winter. Um, it's, it's remarkable that everyone has done a tremendous job and 
I wouldn't want to be this far ahead over a pandemic again, but we're in a pretty good place as far as being prepared for for the sales. So I'm happy about that. Can't forget mom. You know, this is a family operation. You'll see if you've been to the sale, we try to roll out some hospitality. I had a guy tell me once the cheapest thing you can have is hospitality. It's free. And so mom makes certain everything's in order. We try to make certain everybody enjoys their time while they're here. So. Yeah, and I remember you saying that over the summer about the hospitality, and so uh, now I know where that came from. Well, that's great. Right, right. I've heard about the hospitality up there, and if the hospitality is as good as the customer service, why, the the hospitality is is really, really good. Well, we try. We try. We try to do some little things and try to do some things differently. We try to follow up with people, and the crazy thing about selling cows and show heifers and seed stock is we try to make certain they're represented properly when i when we talked about having an actual auction an actual sale uh dad said okay but we are going to test our whole herd annually and we're going to make certain these things are pregnant and we're going to make certain that these things go on so we we uh yoni's test our whole herd we just got done notching the bvd notches um you know it's he said he spent a career going around picking up messes and cleaning up messes we're not going to create them so if you come here, you can confident you can be confident these cattle are vaccinated properly. They're tested for uh, everything under the sun. We didn't do a COVID test on these things, but we'll roll a dice. <laughs> roll, roll a dice on it. Yeah. Well, that uh, that sounds all right, and and I think everybody will will think that you're probably pretty safe on that. So yeah, but no, one thing we do try to make certain as soon as it, spring rolls around, and on we want to talk to these people about hey, can we help you get your investment bread and they're all going to have a career change after the show uh, after they're done with the show halter they need to make these things they need to make some money uh, we've even given some people the opportunity to sell their projects as breads later on to have an exit strategy some people don't need to have a bunch of cows but they want to be involved in the program and showing cattle so we'll help them in that standpoint from that standpoint too and, and I can tell folks on a personal level, uh, we were lucky enough to, to purchase one up there last year and actually bought it bought it sight unseen only with, with some video and some talking. And I can tell you that Joe is right there anytime you, you send him a message or, or have a question or anything like that. Uh, Joe's been great to work with and and Doc's been great to work with. And, and I can tell you firsthand that, that these guys are, are a number one and they care about what product they put out there. So, uh, uh, if, if that means anything to anybody, Joe, I just, just want to tell them that, that you're right. That's what you do. And, and you take care of these animals when they leave. So dad's harped and preached for years that if you want to make money in the purebred cattle business, you have to have repeat customers and, uh, mm-hmm. You have to earn repeat customers, and uh, if there's something wrong with them, we don't put them in the sale. So uh, we won't sell anything we wouldn't own. And right. I've had a few that I've pulled out. You know, maybe an udder is not right or a foot's not right. But we had a couple of them exit. I said I would I wouldn't want to buy one like that, so we pulled them out of the sale. And that's gone on for years. You know, we'll see something we just don't like, and if if we wouldn't want to buy it, we don't want to sell it. That's a great strategy to have as well. Joe, I think we can talk a, a while about this this sale book. Usually on most of these, we talk a little while, and then we'll go through those sale cattle. But uh, you've got a lot of them that you kind of want to talk about, and, and we can talk about how the schedule of events goes and, and sure. update things that, that maybe you have uh, here in the catalog. We can we can start out, you know, right in here. you got got the hall managing it. 
Uh, one way that, that these guys can uh, watch and bid on the sale, liveauctions.tv is mm-hmm. going to come in and be part of the sale. Yeah, one up, Brooklyn Graham is going to be our tech. Uh, that's a little different from the um, catalog. Margot had an obligation with live auctions that day, so she had to be elsewhere. So that is an update. Scheduled events, cattle will start arriving at our place on Thursday. You're more, more than welcome to come anytime. I'd say let's give it till afternoon so we can get everything settled in place. But if that's all you can do, we'll make certain we're available. Friday, they'll be here all day. And then Saturday, uh, we'll start serving dinner uh, for or after, uh, doing ribeye steak sandwiches. And um, we will start the sale at 530. Uh, we try to have a prompt start. So um, I'd like to... Welcome back. Some folks, uh, Napper Cattle Company has been with us for quite a while, and they're great, great marketing partners. I always call them marketing partners and that I want everybody to treat this like their own sale, and I've always said guest consigner is kind of Latin for they're here to pay your expenses, and uh, I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want everyone to ever think that. These are marketing partners, and I want them to take ownership in this event. Uh, so they, they're back. Carly Riley. Carly's had cattle here with us uh, the last few years, and she's bringing us some really nice Simmental Opens. A good partner on some cattle and owns a nice heifer in this sale is Mary Patton. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to, to have a great friendship with her over the years, and she has a really good evening tinge that's royally bred uh, in this sale. And then uh, some new, some, they're not strangers to cattle business, but some additions to our sale would be Dale Grubbs uh, from Hillsboro needs no introduction to the Angus world or uh, to this area. He and dad have been longtime friends and Dale had a tremendous sale run down there. I think in ex- uh, excess of 30 years. Uh, don't, you're going to quote me on that. It's podcast, but <laughs> I mean, should have done some homework <laughs> there, but um, no, it's been a long, Dale long ready time. To, yeah. He was ready to market his animals in a different way. And he's always been a good, good friend uh, to dad and myself. They've, they've sat by the chute for a lot of years. And uh, so I reached out to him when I heard he was, uh, you know, ready to possibly do something different last year. And he was excited to come and be part of it. Um, Woody Nichols, I've known Woody. Funny thing is, when I call Woody, it pops up on my phone, Woody Harry's. Uh, when I was running the chocolate shop, Woody was one of our friendly doormen. We didn't have, we don't have bouncers. Friendly doormen. <laughs> and it pops up Woody Harry's. So uh, I've known Woody for... Uh, quite a while and he and his wife were bringing us some really good Simmental open heifers and their customers and not too far from here and he and his dad are friends with my father and I and this like I said we we want to do business we want to make we want to uh, make money but you'll hear us time and again talk about friendships and that's what we have same thing when you spoke about the hall Jeremy Hegg and I have been friends now uh, we we knew each other for most of our adult life but we've truly been friends for since he took that took the management position here with us uh, evidently 10 years ago. So that's good. And I, I need to mention that doc sheets doc, we call this the factory direct sale because in the days that we were actually, we bred some club cans and we'd have an early bid off in the summer or, you know, even before labor day, we tried it both ways and we called it the factory direct because we sold those things right off the factory and they were at the cow's side still. And Doc mm-hmm. Sheets was a part of that way back in that day. Um, you know, so he's helped as a marketing partner with us for, I'm guessing, over 15 years. And his cow numbers have gone down and got 
you know, everything kind of in a good place. And so he just said, Hey, look, I'm, I'm going to have these things moved or marketed. So, uh, but he's still a, a good friend and, and he'll be around. He won't, he won't be hiding. He'll be around this weekend. So we'll, um, we'll enjoy seeing him. That's what this sales kind of become. It's, it's, it's an annual event that we get to see friends and, and, and bring people here and open up the doors for hospitality and hopefully sell them something. Yeah, those marketing partners that come in, uh, what a what a set that is. And and back to the Dale Grubbs, you say you don't know how long he's been doing it. I remember I probably was not even – I don't know if I was even 10, maybe 10, 11, and I remember going clear across the state with my dad uh, to go to Dale Grubbs' sale, and uh, and he'd already been having it for a little while. And we actually we went over there looking at two bulls, and we spent time looking at two bulls and two bulls and two bulls. And after about the third bid, we were out of business, and so we yeah. we trekked yeah. all the way back across the state of Indiana. But Dale, yeah, Dale been around for yeah. a long time. It means he's old. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. going to say that, but I'll let you. All right, he'll be all right. Old enough, he may not even know how to listen to this podcast, you think? He'll figure it out. <laughs> He'll figure it out. Hopefully. Um, hopefully he will. So, uh, yeah, and, and uh, we'll talk. Oh, I'll have you got you talk these cattle. Uh, you've seen them as they've came in to, to do sure. pictures and videos and things. And Yeah. We'll just kind of go through the book, I guess. We'll just start up front. and um, We have two reference sires up front. We're actually going to offer half interest on a, a bull that we're pretty excited about. We're customers at Factory Direct as well, and I bought, Dad and I bought the uh, D653 cow from the uh, Naffer Cattle Company. Uh, she goes back to the, the Double Diamond Barber cow that they've had so much success with over with the uh, Anderson family. And um, we bought that cow, and this is going to be her second calf that we, we have in here, this 948G, the Stack Chips Bowl. This bull's an interesting character in the fact that he looks like he does on nothing. I mean, this bull hasn't been fed more than 1% of his body weight in his entire life and uh, had a 75-pound measured actual birth weight, uh, weaned off over 800 pounds. He's a good-looking bull, high-calving, he's direct, low birth weight EPD, great extension, just a kind of a neat character and uh, we're pretty pleased pretty happy with him out of a good young productive cow you can see her picture if you get a hold of your catalog she's wet right now she's uh, actually a fall cow and has another nice bull calf inside and you can actually see her in production when you come here uh, next week or thereafter but we're excited about that bull um, I had a customer come in and buy 50 units of semen on him just uh, two weeks ago. And I said, that's going to be great because you're going to help us prove that bull. He says, oh, I'll prove him. We're going to use it all next spring. And uh, so that guy has a few Angus cows, but he runs some commercial cows and such and, and, and tries to raise some show cattle. So we were excited about that. So we're going to sell up to half interest of, of the stack chips bull. And he's had some success. He was second in the tough class in Denver as a calf. Uh, there were some monster bulls in that class. He held his own, and uh, they were nine deep. And then recently, he was named junior champion at Tennessee State Fair, and he won Indiana Preview. Northern Indiana had a nice turnout at their Northern Indiana show, and he got along and won that deal too. But uh, we think there's a lot of potential and a lot of uh, versatility with that bull, and so we're excited about that. So. Then we move on over and the Secret Society Bull, we've had some success with that bull. He won his division last fall at the North American, uh, did it again at the National Western. He was reserve grand at Dixie. 
Um, you know, we've, we've been very, very pleased. And then he went down to the Tennessee state fair and he won that show. Um, so he's a powerful bull. He's, he's a powerhouse. He's, he's impeccable at the ground, His front feet go forward, big, big footed, but he's extended. He's an interesting character when you analyze him, but uh, he's kind of for reference. We're lucky to partner with Ard Ridge cattle company in Nancy, Kentucky. They found that bull, uh, last November in the stalls. And, you know, to jump right in on a May calf in November, they did it. And they've been wonderful partners, and uh, we're pretty excited because uh, we've got semen out. Uh, we've, we've flushed cows to him. We've bred cows to him. Um, we've, we've got some good possibilities coming down the road. We'll, uh, I guess to skip through the book a little bit, uh, we're going to stay on that tune and go to the lot four cow. We're offering a flush on Secret Society's mother. And uh, that's a powerhouse cow. Uh, the 464B cow is the first and goal out of our. Uh, you'll get tired of us talking about 415, but 415's kind of done it all for us here and got things started. Um, her mother, the result of a purchase at Wagner's dispersal, uh, she goes back to the DF Empress 6079 on both her mother. The 116 cow goes back top and bottom to the 6079 cow. And this sale catalog is just littered with, and we didn't flood it, but we could have put a lot more supporting photos of what that 415 cow's done for our program. So we're offering a flush uh, to the bull of the buyer's choice uh, work to be done here. We're pretty excited about that. And then there's a maternal sister to the bull, the 4A heifer. That's a Tejas out of that one. If you have a youngster that needs a cow to make bread and own cattle, that is tame. The 4A heifer, just sit in and buy her because she is, she's barn cat tame. I mean, everybody loves her around here. Um, she'll be able to make your bread and owns and she's a, she's a good, good heifer. That's going to be a good fun foundation heifer for any young showman. Um, and then the 4B um, we're selling a female pregnancy. We kind of work backwards and I, I, I know how much money I'm, I'm not going to kid you. We, we've got to make money around here. And so we started selling some pregnancies and, uh, I went through the list and I said, what's highly marketable. And I really think that this 4B pregnancy, uh, those, the resulting animals would be full sibs to the heifers picture that we sold in our spring sale, uh, 980G and 983G. Uh, mm -hmm. Those two were stellar individuals and uh, powerful, powerful females. And uh, we're selling full sibs to those heifers that sold in the spring online sale. We've, we've got one full sib pregnancy. Uh, the toughest thing to swallow is the fact that, A, we won't have that heifer calf to sell you in 2021, but the recip, the 4010 cow, uh, we'll have her on display. The recip is a six-year-old that is incredible. She She's going to wean our heaviest calf this year. Um, that one's going to hurt. Uh, that 4010 cow, nothing sacred. When you have an embryologist pull into your place twice a day, um, <laughs> we put our eggs in a lot of things that people might be flushing, but I don't right. have to call. Uh, I don't have to call seven days uh, after my cows in heat to get my embryologist here. He's here every day. And right. for those of you out there, you're allowed to call your embryologist the day <laughs> you see the recip in heat. You're allowed to do that. You don't have to wait until the that. night before and train wreck their schedule. Okay, never mind. But uh, I yeah, didn't you're realize, allowed to I didn't realize that was possible. Yeah, yeah. While you're seeing your recip underneath another cow, feel free to contact your embryologist so they can set their schedule up the next week. All right, I'm off that. Is, but, is that, uh, the, is that uh, the same as AI? You call them 
12 hours before? Yeah, Can you do yeah, that? yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, okay. no, no, no. We'll, we, uh, <laughs> back to live action. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving back to the 415 cow, however, the lot one heifer, uh, she's extraordinary. Um, that thing, as far as producing cattle for the next generation, uh, this Luton hot rod, yeah, that's old school breeding. That, that is. But just think of the number of bulls that you can put on a female like that. She's sound, incredible lines, incredible look. That thing, the possibilities are endless. Uh, we're selling one half interest in that one. 415 still alive. I'm looking out the window at her, and um, she doesn't work conventionally anymore. And she uh, she's a decent producer on the IVF side. So she's kind of in the uh, twilight of her career. So we're going to sell half interest, and we'll partner with whoever wants to buy the the 1A heifer. Uh, that that Luton flush only produced that one pregnancy. And so here she is. So um, 1A, excellent opportunity. That's a really, really good female. A uh, little, little bit younger, but I mean a good acting, great appetite. Uh, the Lot 2 cow, that's a proven donor. Uh, we have good flush history. That thing had a really nice show career herself. Uh, we've sold cattle high out of that female. Um, she has bred to calve up early. She's bred to sex blacklist that thing will be a powerhouse uh, she's due to calve in january that thing it's that 307a is a full sieve of the winter bull calf champion north american the 413b bull a lot of history there phenotypically she's flawless you'll love looking at her she's good um moving right along uh we have a 415 granddaughter in the 3a heifer you know, we've often said that those lookouts were really, really good cattle. You just wish they had a little better look, maybe, and a cooler head, maybe a different ear set. This one has it. And the nice thing is you can buy her mother. Uh, her mother sells as uh, Lot 3, the 642D cow. Uh, so that that's going to be a really nice pair. And uh, that thing's kind of a – the 3A, you don't think of too many lookouts being a freak. That one's, that one's pretty cool. We already touched base on the 4, 5. I think five's a pretty elite show heifer. Um, she's a, just a couple days shy of being a May. Her mother's very unique, uh, but it, it's a product of Factory Direct. Uh, 2011, we sold, if you look at the bottom side of her pedigree, in 2011, we sold that 151Y as our lot one heifer, and she went to the Jacobs family in Oklahoma through Kyle Conley, and we were able to get the 3151 cow back and bought her, and that daughter out of Express is... She's worth the trip to West Lafayette, we'll put it that way. Staying on the the Empress bandwagon, the lot six cows a full is a maternal sib to uh, the four fifteen cow. That's an eight year old cow in production, weans a big calf, does a really nice job. We did we didn't flush that cow. That cow deserves and needs to be flushed. But you'll love her when you see her sale day. Some other highlights were selling choice on the 7A and 7B heifer from the simple standpoint. Those were purchased embryos. Uh, those are those are pretty royally bred. And the fact that the that mother, the 762, the J&J Queen 762, what interests me about those interests or those embryos rather is that they're popping equators out of the Queen 414 count. And that is obviously the mother of the Tejas bull, the Lydia Cow family tied into those eggs. We put three eggs in, got two heifers. They're born within days of each other. So you tell me which one you want. 
I'll proudly keep the other. Um, don't ask me to rank them. They are different, but there are mm-hmm. things different. I'd love for you to come and analyze them yourself. I'll be happy to, I'll be happy to keep the one that you do not want. Uh, that's no problem whatsoever. Um, we have full sibs to we're one thing I do want to touch base on. And I hear this a lot. We're not going to come to your sale cause you sell them high. We've been very, very lucky and very, very fortunate to sell some cattle, uh, for very, very good money. And we've been blessed and happy that we've had some follow-up customers come back and, and spend good money. But there are some bargains throughout this sale. And we sometimes quickly fall out of bed after that. And I would, I'd venture to say that our fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh best heifer, we sell them under the money. So don't think for a minute when you see our sale report that they all bring that. And uh, so when we get into some of these, where I was going with that is the lot eight heifers, a full sib to one that was, they wore our driveway out looking at that, that 851 heifer in 2018, and she brought $36,000. And we had, you have an opportunity here to buy some full sibs to that one. And they're good, and they're really good. Um, but don't, don't let these footnotes scare you off. Be here on sale day because you don't want to find out that that thing brought three, four, five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000, and that was in your price range and, and you felt that they were going to be north of 15 to 20 where you didn't want to play. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something to, to keep in mind. Um, the, the 8B heifer, there's an example, uh, good friend and neighbor, AJ Klinkhammer showed that heifer. Uh, she's bred, she's, she's show broke. Uh, she's bred to stack chips and she's due to cap February the 24th. And that's the 8B heifer. Um, moving over here into that nine, uh, we have, uh, we have, a really that probably you get the most improved um pete rose said he didn't want to ever get the most improved award it means he had a bad year the year before but uh <laughs> nine can get the most improved she looks really good she's come a long ways just exploded um powerful featured uh, soft look big bone um that's a good express heifer out of the 017 cow which goes back to the champion hill lady 2182 um, but then we're also selling a, a female pregnancy out of the power chip and uh, obviously the, the sire of stack chips, but that 017 cows does a tremendous job and uh, we're selling a female pregnancy out of another registered recip and that's a nice young three-year-old cow, a uh, really nice cow. So then we move into the evening tinges. That's Mary Patton's cow and that's Mary Patton's baby and Lola has been here for a number of years. And uh, that's a nine FB three daughter, um, consistent. You see that we sold uh, one for Mary, sold one uh, in 2018, commanded $7,500. These two heifers are really, really nice. Really, really nice. And uh, so we look forward to helping her market that heifer. Um, you were asking me about some other bulls that we had going and um, the lot of 11 female is out of a bull. You might remember us campaigning Caliente Caliente uh, was a hot rod son out of our Empress uh, sister to 415 by lookout with the loss of style uh, speaking with Lance Ellsworth we're kind of hoping that people will come back and sample this Caliente and I think when you see this really nice April female uh, make you come back and think that maybe Caliente's were trying in all breeds and you know how styles work in other arenas maybe even more so than uh, maybe he's he's more mainstream in some other breeds. Uh, Caliente's worth trying. 
and this heifer will, will show that. We sampled a, a, a Doug Satry bull, the cool cat, Primo's son, and, and there's only one female in this offering. She's out of a tremendous, out of a final answer son, that, that lot 14 cow. But this, this female is, um, she's cool, and she's good neck, and she's hairy, and she is a tremendous top, uh, really good look about her. Her mother's good. Her mother's really good. Probably one of the, I, I considered her one of the top breads to come out of Circle in that year I went down there. Um, and then to kind of stack into some families, uh, we get into some bred cows, and, and people think show heifers when they come here. Folks, this is a tremendous place to come by cows. Mm -hmm. And they're we don't even mess with bull exposures. Dad gets them pregnant, and if they're not if they're not AI bred, we don't put them in the sale. And so everything you get is going to be confirmed to the bull. But this the the lot 15 is actually the dam to the lot 16, which is the dam to the 16B. And 16B, uh, she she's 16 and 16B are both wet. Um, right now they're carrying pepper calves at side. People don't think to come by falls here. And uh, you're going to be have an opportunity to mm -hmm. see some proven cows in production, and you won't find a better udder on any females whatsoever than what you'll find in 16 and 16B. We've got another cow family we're selling in the 17s. Uh, that 320A is a really nice cow. A lot of Bill Conley breeding there. Uh, goes back to the Cane Ridge. Pride's last, 2266. Um, but also 320A is also a maternal sib to the high-selling bull from the 2016 genetic blend bull sale that we used to be part of, high-selling Angus bull. Um, but that was a really nice bull that actually resides at Mary Patton's now. And we, we've sold some class daughters through this sale. So uh, there's a lot bred into that. Then we just kind of move on through and, and we come into some, there's a couple more fall breads in here. There are a couple Simmentals for a couple reasons. Uh, we thought we had enough in the offering last year. We were pushing the envelope on one or too many to sell in Indiana. So these are some that we kept around and we're offering them today or October the 3rd. And um, there's some really nice genetics in here. So you'll find a good sampling of what's left of, of those semis. We're not getting out of the Simmental in, uh, business. We put in, um, we, we were lucky to partner with Tony Drock last year on uh, the Lola cow, and we put in uh, quite a few Lola embryos. Uh, we had a treasure trove of Adele embryos, and uh, quite a few of those went in. So you'll see some, some more Simmentals born around here in 2021. Um, then we're going to move in. Dale Grubbs brought us a really, really good set. And the the great thing about partnering, having a marketing partner like Dale, who had 30 plus years, I think we've called it 50. I don't know. But anyways, let's, <laughs> yeah, like whatever that. it we're is. Close. The thing about Dale was you didn't have to tell him anything. You didn't have to say, hey, Dale, you need to get these things fat. Hey, Dale, you need to get these things broke. You need to get them calmed down. You need to get them tested. Dale knew exactly what he was doing. And when he unloaded these things for pictures, it was like, whoa. This is a really, really good set. He brought all those cows and breads up here, and we pictured those in August. And um, then we um, then we shot videos on the open heifers again this week. And I can tell you, they're good rig. They're good cattle. That's a nice, nice offering that Dale brought us. Um, we've been customers of Dale's, and I'd say that you might, we're going to possibly be customers of Dale's at this sale because those cattle look good enough to uh, 
turned heads in the picture pan and the video pan over the last couple trips up here. Uh, like I said, our good friends Nappers brought us a really good set of bred heifers, uh, bred heifers and productive cows. I know enough about their cattle to be dangerous, but as soon as the baldy came off the trailer, I said, that's a shady. And um, they've done as much winning with the cattle that they've bred as anything. And if you have a chance to buy, that's the lot 42, that's the shady female. And there's nothing shady about it. Um, she's, a, she's a proven one. And uh, they're good. They're real good. Woody Nichols brought us a really nice set of open heifers. Uh, he pays attention to pedigree. Uh, he pays attention to to watch hot on the top side, but he also keeps that cow side in him, and that's a nice set. And then, obviously, Carly Riley, uh, we don't need to explain to her anything when it comes to bringing good show heifers. She has that deal figured out, and those heifers are – that's a really good selection, and those things, they always look the part uh, on sale day. The, the pedigrees behind them are top-notch as well. So that's kind of a – you said um, – Whip through the catalog, and that's about that's about all we can sell you on the third. So, I'll tell people I have been through Joe's Joe's cattle, and they are they are what he said in in my opinion, and uh, just a, a really good set up there. And and we do want to want to invite you all to to head up there October third. That's right. We moved it to an evening event, and we were able to get on Saturday night and get away from competing with football and uh, we're hoping to we're hoping to have a nice event on Saturday we know these guys are farming heavy we know everyone's busy I get it um, but we have other options too there's a good list of consultants in this catalog that'll they'll represent us quite well we'll stand behind absolutely everything and uh, I can tell you uh, you know I would steer people in years past like you have a young showman let's let's stay away from that one this has to be an enjoyable activity like I said, I'm, I'm already, if you come to our sale this year, I'm already worried about, are you going to come back next year? And that, that there's not a day that that doesn't cross my mind. Is I'm already worried about next year's sale. Well, I tell her we make 85% of our income in an hour and a half, two hours. And you have to come here excited. You have to have a good first impression. And there's tons of sales. I mean, you get emails, Snapchats, you get text messages, you get it all. There's a reason you go to somebody's place. And we want to make certain you come out of here with a good experience. And there's not a problem child in this group of ours. Um, I would confidently say that these cattle will act good for, for any level of a showman. Um, and if, and if you don't think so, we'll get, we'll get that straightened out. Um, but, but we'd like to, uh, we like to properly represent what you're buying. You guys do and, and do a do a great job of it and so I think that heifer you all have, she acts pretty good, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's okay to get along with most of the time. Is she in the house with you now or you have her out in the barn? Well, we, we took your advice and, and we kicked her out and, and so okay. she is actually outside but I thought maybe she was in the living room eating well, saltines and enjoying <laughs> well, suckers. Well, she, I'm getting the eye over here because she knows we're talking about her. And, uh, yeah. yeah, if, if I would let her, that, that heifer would be in here and, and, yeah. uh, she would, she'd probably stay in her bedroom as well. So that's, a, that's, a, I mean, those are good stories. I mean, that's why we do it. I mean, you're, you're, you're happy with her thus far. You confirm that that thing's pregnant. And I mean, I hope you get a hold of that thing and, 
you have bread and owns out of her that that's those are those are good things those are those are real good things so that's why we do it right yeah and i'm i'm telling you guys uh Joe's Joe's great to work with, and and we haven't ever we haven't ever purchased anything before from you guys. Uh, of course, our dads have always been friends, and and you and I have been acquaintances, and and uh, it was just like you know as, as soon as as soon as we got one from Joe, guys, uh, it was just like we were we were good friends. And again, anytime I needed anything or we needed anything, he was right there, and and uh, Doc was right there, and uh, you know Joe, who do you breed this thing to? And he told me and. And uh, Joe, what do you feed this thing? And he told me, and and so uh, just uh, guys, these guys are a number one, and and I I didn't I, say anything about saltines and suckers. <laughs> well, to give that... you a little, to give you a little background on this, their shell heifer is on a she is a spoiled baby, and come to find out, we're trying to limit feed, worry about her. And she's eating saltines and getting the occasional sucker, so. <laughs> I don't know how to offset that. So, <laughs> lollipops and and yeah. no nine yards. So yeah, uh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, there's a couple things she doesn't like, but uh, you give her you give her a saltine and and take her take her to town uh, with you. you. So uh, yeah, and and uh, so guys, Ben Ben is a, a great guy to work with as well. Yep. It's been around the Horsemen's and uh, so uh, just just anything you guys could need. Uh, ask these guys because because they are there they are there for you and and uh, I know I know I personally have a, a lot of respect for them and, and the things we like that fun when we do it too and and this is I mean we we understand you have to enjoy this project and we're we're gonna make it fun for you you could you could go play softball you can we're competing with everything when it comes to this junior livestock program you can go show goats you can go show hogs you can go play baseball you can play travel ball you can do all you can buy a boat. <laughs> um, this has yep. to be an enjoyable activity. Um, yeah, we're selling seed stock and we want people to come here and buy cows, but, uh, we want to leave the door with some of these good junior show heifer pro projects. And, uh, we like, to, you know, we, we, we want people to learn and we want to do well and we want to compete. But at the end of the day, I just, you know, I just tell those kids when they hit the ring, go have fun and, uh, you know, go have fun. That's what this thing's supposed to be about. So, um, we try to, we try to balance everything and, make certain everybody does have have fun and, and they they actually get a product they can walk away with and be happy so right joe uh i didn't talk about this at all to you yet but what's one of your best memories of being in the cattle business oh wow um i, I you know i guess it's <laughs> one of the best part of the cattle business <laughs> Some of the best parts of the cattle business are the people, and some of the worst parts of the cattle business are the people. Um, <laughs> but I've made tremendous friends. I've traveled. Um, you know, the, getting to work with my dad. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like like anybody else, you argue at times. Um, but dad pulls in the driveway twice a day, and uh, no matter how tired he is or what he's been doing, or even if I've made him mad, Sometimes he manages to smile, and uh, so you know that's you don't often get to do that, and uh, you know that's something that we can do together. And uh, he's, I mean, people that know him realize the amount of knowledge that that man has about a bovine mm -hmm. is remarkable. And uh, I kind of, I've always said I kind of set what we're going to breed him to, and Ben 
presents them and dad makes them. And when I say he makes them, he makes them. And I mean, he does, uh, everybody will tell him, Hey, this thing's, this thing's coughing, this thing's sneezing, this thing's just, you know, got an ear down. What do we do? I said, look, I sell insurance. Go talk to the veterinarian. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, you've heard me say it. Hey, I sell insurance. Anybody, you know, anybody can do that. But, um, but no, he, uh, it, that, I guess that's probably my, my favorite part of it. And, and uh, that I, I get to work with him and, uh, uh, but yeah, no, the people, the people, the traveling, um, there's good and bad about that. You get to see different parts and, and meet a wide array of people that I consider friends that I never would have been exposed to in any other business. Mm-hmm. So you can, uh, that's, I guess that's the opportunities right. it's given me. I'm you know, we'll do a whole nother podcast on that and we probably have to be careful about it, but, uh, <laughs> but that's the people that, you know, the people, the people are what I enjoy. Uh, the cattle are the byproduct, I guess. Yeah. And, and, uh, you enjoy, uh, and enjoy that hospitality and, and doing those things. And, and you can tell that, that that's what you enjoy. So, yeah. Yeah. So Joe, uh, again, we want to invite him to come up to 10th annual factory direct sale, uh, October 3rd, it's going to be that Saturday night, start at 5.30, and we've got dinner starting at 4 o'clock, is that right? Yeah, we'll have something for you. Yeah, come up for, for all those festivities. And, Joe, anything else we need to share with them about uh, about your program, about the sale, about anything like that? No, I think that catches it. I'm hoping uh, we didn't bore anybody. Um, so uh, if you're on a long drive out there or like me, listening to a podcast on your elliptical. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right before yeah. you get on the treadmill. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I hope we've gotten you up to your three or four mile requirement. And, and now you can get on about your day, but I'm sitting here watching the crew right now. We're a little dry around here and they're carrying water. They're trying to put, we're building our sail pins right now. We're that far ahead. We can advance and we have a bunch of step-in posts and they're carrying water over to get these step-in posts in the ground. So um, while I'm worried about my clients with combine fires and, and the dangers of harvest in these drying conditions, um, I'm hoping they get a lot of harvest in. And then I hope we get a really good rain next Friday and Saturday and all these guys will take a break and and uh, come evaluate these cattle because there's a group of marketing partners and uh, a group here at Horseman Cattle Company have worked hard to to have them ready for you. So, right, and you're exactly right. Yeah, and and also uh, if if you want uh, and, and need some more information about them, you can see HorsemanCattle.com, uh, Horseman yep. Cattle Company on Facebook as well. Uh, you need real entertainment. Why, friend Joe, and uh, he can uh, he <laughs> always interesting to see Joe's stories uh, about yeah. uh, about a lot of different things. And uh, Joe, uh, we're going to have Purdue football this fall. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a good way to end this or not, but we hope. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have Purdue football. Let's just let's just hope that that's a highlight of the fall. And uh, no, we we need it. We need to. We, the town needs it. Everybody needs it. We need to be able to have a reason to talk about something positive and cheer. And, you know, we need shows. Um, we need to, we need to let, you know, one thing, one point I do want to make is, um, how would you have liked to have been stuck in a apartment in Manhattan? 
Oh. Or, you know, why, why people are somewhat hesitant maybe to buy another show heifer, to buy another project, and, or buy another heifer. I know you probably didn't get to have the great crescendo to your project. You didn't get to show at your county fair. You might not have gotten to show at your state fair. Uh, you didn't get to sweepstakes. go out. <laughs> but I think, honestly, this, this year, those heifers and those projects and those steers probably meant more to your kids in that barn this year than any other year. Mm-hmm. Now, they, they might not have been able to go show them, and they might not have been able to be around their friends. But can you imagine being stuck in a house without the ability to go to the barn and work. Mm-hmm. And what I what I go back to is the, the young people that work here, uh, when, when school was canceled and all these events were canceled, they wanted to come to this farm and they wanted to work and they wanted to have fun. And I'm proud to say that that's part of the reason that we're well ahead of schedule. And mm-hmm. these cattle are on point and they've done a tremendous job of getting them ready. But Think about the fact that your kids, even if you didn't get to have those great shows, and they, some of them were virtual, some of them were off the trailer, I think those cattle probably meant as much or more to your kids this year uh, as an activity to get away from the phone, to get away from the computer, uh, to get out of the house than had you been on shutdown and stuck in the city. So um, they're, they're, they're an investment. They are an investment, and we understand it's an expensive project, and we'll do everything we can to help get you an exit strategy if you want to. Um, but with this year, I think it was very important. I don't know what better way to end that uh, other than to uh, wish you luck here and, and invite everybody again. October 3rd, West Lafayette, Indiana, Horseman, the 10th Annual Factory Direct Sale. Don't be late. Come for the festivities and, and the festivities afterwards and and uh, meet Joe and, and uh, Doc Larry if you haven't done so already and, and the whole crew. And, uh, again, just uh, want to wish you luck with that, Joe, and want to thank you for uh, being on the podcast. Well, thanks for doing this. This is a, a neat way to engage with people and, and just, you know, I thought it would be difficult, but sitting around talking about cattle is pretty easy. <laughs> that's one of the reasons I started it, uh, because that's yeah. that's what I wanted to do: talk to great people and and talk great cattle. Or, or well, maybe great next time you'll talk period. to some great people. <laughs> no, uh, I'll good put luck you, with your scheduling. I'll put you right up there on the top. Uh, uh, appreciate it, Joe. And uh, again, good luck. And uh, we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.